0: for me i don't know how to use it for others which seems like it would be easier
1: no the whole iRig setup and all this nonsense is so much more difficult than our normal situation well which is just a couple of cables and a thing
0: what is it uh three chords in a in a prayer three chords in a, a bon jovi song no that's living on a prayer oh it's three chords in the truth oh. is the punk thing or the country thing Oh really? Yes. Well yeah. I guess ours so is like an A, a C and a D, maybe a G thrown in there for funsies. Mm-hmm. Ours is ours is uh four chords and a zoom. Way more than four fucking chords <laughs> on this goddamn table right now. <coughs> oh, are we recording?
1: Yeah, I started <laughs> because we <laughs> We used to do the thing where we would just talk a little bit and the thing would fade in. Oh. So I'm doing that now. Because lately we've been like officially starting recording. Oh. And then I have to like make us audible from the very beginning and i like it when it fades up with a conversation already going huh and we haven't been able to do that in a long time really no because there's clapping yeah because the clapping oh the clapping i don't miss the clapping i kind of got used to it i miss doing it over zoom i still think we should do it over Uh, zoom sometimes i think we got good at doing it on zoom by the end and now we're bad at doing it in person so we just keep we keep regressing
0: I feel like you just have to sit in the other chair so we're farther apart, like through the jungle on the table. I don't know about that. Why? I think that would be fine. You need a little psychic distance. Yeah. You don't like how intense that... No, if this I is I too like you. red table talk. Like, okay, so tell me the truth about your feelings. And then you cry and it's gross. Mm. Well, did we used to sit this close together? I think we did. I think you sat in the middle of the table and I just, you know, squeezed back here somehow. The only
1: reason I don't think that that's true is because of the limitations of our equipment. Our microphone arms can't reach that far. You know you can move them. And your headphone cord can't reach that far either. So our distance is contingent on a couple of things here. Okay, well. So I don't think it
0: could have ever been that different. We've already discussed that I'm not good about measuring distances of spaces of rooms. You think I can do it in cable, even though it's kind of like, you know, you can be like, ooh. That's six inches. Oh, that, I, I just held this and said, this is six inches of cable. It's not. It is not. That is <laughs> it's around nine inches. more than that, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh. measuring. Um, oh, boy. Um, welcome to the late night edition. Yeah. we're. This is do- not an early edition. This well, is a late night edition. We are
1: having trouble scheduling lately. I would just like to let everybody know that. I just posted our first Patreon episode in a while, mm. and I left a little note on there that was like, hey, you know, for, Folks the, be tired. for the few of you, sorry, it's been hard to schedule and do this. And and we still got to figure out the after show and stuff. Part of me thinks that we should record two separate times during the week Ugh. and not do two hours. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, two hours is too much. but it's somehow harder in person than it used to be. I also did this terrible thing where... Um, I feel like I, I normally like because of distance. I was like, "Well, I open on Tuesdays and I'm off on Wednesdays. We don't fuck with the r- the rhythm of my life." Our schedule was very regimented. Because uh, yeah, I was just like, "No, thank you. I'm not working on Wednesdays." Um, and now like I think it's because the summer people are like, "I need this off," and I'm like, "You're really fucking with the day. I don't want to be here. You're really killing me. I don't like I don't like to do this on this day ever." Yeah, I didn't for like a year. So, like, what are we doing? Well, I'm not even a year, right. but even before in the before times, I was like, Mm-mm, no, I don't do I don't do Wednesdays. Okay. Yes, I
1: mean it's just difficult because you have an odd schedule and you work long hours, and I'm working at all, which is strange. I was thinking about this the other day. The percentage of our podcasts where I've been unemployed also very high is like most of it. I, I think <sighs> only when we first started doing this did I have a full-time job and we we managed to make it work, but I don't remember how we did that or like how we scheduled it. And that was also back in the day when we only did one at a time. So it was a little bit easier because an hour is like no problem anymore. Oh, easy breezy. Yeah. But two is sometimes taxing. Although I like it because it gives us the uh, the cushion. If we really fuck one up.
0: Yeah. We always
1: always have a backup. We love a Mulligan. We love a Mulligan folks. Oh, and I feel like we need it cuz both of you and I are like getting the both, first hour Both of you and I? Both of you and I. <laughs> English good. Listen Eng- to words we say. That, 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 that. Yeah, I'm tripping over my words. Um both you and I I think need <sighs> the first hour just to get a little warm.
0: I need to have like a, a drink and a half and I'm like, "Okay, I can talk."
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Cuz it will either lead to sleepy time, which I'm dangerously close to after pounding a turkey club sandwich. Yeah um we're blowing right through nap time we are so blowing through nap time and (laughs) it is fucking killing me i like it's 8 30 p.m i would have taken a five (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you know how important that five minutes just five little minutes to rest my little weary eyes let them go oh no we're not we don't have to take in the world anymore just whoop. it's like oh god it's so good so good to rest your eyes. <laughs> now you're just reminiscing about <laughs> napping. Granted like the other day after post-moma, the nap that I took was far too long. It was 2 straight hours of me sleeping. Ooh, that's a long time in the middle of. The it bed. was not great waking, you know, waking up at 6:45, you're like something's going wrong. Oh no. Well, at least the r- light is gone. At least right now it's still light out. The light is not gone. The uh, light goes around now. It was like getting dusky. Yeah. And I was like, well, it was bright when I It was bright before. Now it's less bright. Oh no. Oh no. By the way,
1: is there smog in New York today? Is the entire city covered in smog?
0: Welcome to July gloom in New York.
1: I don't remember this
0: ever happening before. I don't think it was, it's not smog, it's just a foggy day. I don't. It's like thickly humid.
1: I think it's a combination of the two cuz I looked at my phone and the air quality is so bad that there's an advisory out that says like everyone will feel affected by it. Oh. And I started to have a sore throat on Yeah, my I've walk been a little scratchy today, and, itchy and I was all like, day. what is going on? And I've just been looking around and I just commented on it to our landlord outside. She's sitting outside and I was like, what is going on today? Like it is covered in smog. And yeah. I th- I am genuinely sure that it's pollution. Oh, great. It looks like it and it feels like it. and It I looks don't rem- like LA outside. Like It in, really
0: does. In the morning I was driving and I was on the freeway for like the two seconds that I'm on it. And I was just like in Queens, all, all the, it's billions of highways and trains and byways and planes. And, you know, and I was just like, where the fuck am I right now? Because I was like, this is not what this looks like. There should be clear. And I uh, look like, you know, LAX is to my right. Yeah. LaGuardia. Yeah, it's very weird.
1: It's really strange. I I don't ever remember this happening in New York, and my amateur guess as to why is because we're close enough to the ocean that everything there's a, there's always breezes here, you know. Yeah, everything gets swept out, but today it's sort of uh stuffy, and the air's not moving. And I wonder if it's just hanging out over the city in a way that it Maybe. doesn't normally do.
0: I mean, the sunset was the color of your microphone cover. Yeah, I was like, whoo, which That's is not to great. Say bright red. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, I guess we're doing that. So, oh. I mean, I don't think it'll cuz does that make for a good sunset? I don't even think so. I don't even think that much like smog makes for a good pollution sunset.
1: I mean, I think it can, I don't know. Mm. It probably makes strange colors in the atmosphere as the as the light bends over the horizon, maybe. But I'm not really sure. I didn't see the sunset today. Um I don't know. It feels like things are getting bad all over, and maybe this is just, like, one symptom of that. New York has been sort of immune to all the climate disaster that's been happening everywhere
0: else. I don't know about that. People have
1: been complaining that it's hot here, but to me it doesn't feel that much hotter than normal. It's stickier. Yeah, that may be true.
0: But I think we're just coming off some cool years. Hmm. Because I've had summers where I'm like, Jesus H. Christ, this is disgusting. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, picture it, July 2012, 424 Quincy, middle of June, so hot, the freshly shellacked, not lacquered, shellacked floors coming up onto my skin because it was so hot while I was putting together Ikea furniture.
1: Yeah, well... I think
0: that was a twofer, though.
1: That was also because they poured those floors and didn't let them cure before they let us move in. That's true, yeah. So... They never really dried. They never, yeah, they never cured at all.
0: No. Okay,
1: fine. No, but I, I'm with you, though, that that summer of 2012 was an incredibly hot summer. That whole time we lived on Quincy, it was really bad.
0: It was, like, drip, I was, like, drippy, and that was the first time I noticed, like, it's so hot that I'm dripping sweat? Mm-hmm. How gross. Yeah. Yeah. And now we just call that Tuesday.
1: I heard somebody I work with say that New York recently got, uh, Recategorized in terms of its climate what that now technically new york is in a subtropical zone i don't know where they heard this and i can't vouch for it i don't
0: know about that
1: but i wonder like what i was trying to get at is like all of these all of these things that are happening like the wildfires the crazy drought in the southwest like um the heat waves that killed all those shellfish in Seattle, like I feel like we haven't really been getting that in New York, but now maybe the smog is just a, a pr- well, part the,
0: of Well, like Boston feels like New York allegedly. New York feels like Philly. feel Philly feels like North Carolina. In terms of heat,
1: you're saying that in the
0: in the sticky, yeah. Yeah, I feel like because w- when when I think about the South mm-hmm. in general, I just think, oof, it's thick here.
1: Yeah, you ever been to Washington, D.C. in the summer?
0: I'd rather saw off both of my ankles. Yeah, it's quite
1: thick air. Or Florida, especially. I would never. Yeah, but I do feel like that is creeping farther north. So the subtropical thing
0: kind of makes sense. What's above tropical? I don't know. Because we're not below it, but that's just in terms of space.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what subtropical refers to now that you say that. Like below the equator?
0: Yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, uh, no, sub means like the next step would be tropical. Yeah, yeah, which this is very not that. But I don't know. But but your th-
1: your theory that the weather of each city is just moving slowly northward. Yeah, kind of makes that make sense because then the swampiness of like D.C. or Virginia is creeping up to Philly. Ugh. You know, creeping up here, creeping up to Boston.
0: I feel well, yeah, and like Maine feels like Boston now. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, can you swim in the water? And people are like, eh, not really. I'm like, okay, then calm the fuck down. You guys are fine.
1: Can you not swim in Maine's water? It's like, so in the goddamn summertime? cold. It's still cold. It's yes. like the Pacific Ocean up there. A little bit. I didn't know that. Is it's very brisk. Because I've
0: been to Rhode Island in the summer and it was fine,
1: but I guess Maine That's is farther north, much farther north.
0: Than yeah. Me. Yeah. You get the different like there's a current that goes a little differently. That's like the swirls mm-hmm. when you look at the ocean swirls.
1: Oh, like the current coming from the UK over there? Does it swirl it, from around the center? It main? goes like whoosh
0: yeah. up, up, up into the, you know, up into the right. We clearly know what we're talking about here. I didn't Couple go to meteorology experts. school. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, granted, I can't even think of the last time i watched someone give the news give the news give the weather on the news
1: oh i can only because i you had my crush on uh miss mac on fox 8 cleveland i still follow her on instagram by the
0: way she just posts pictures of her kids it's kind of it's getting kind of creepy i think you should maybe (laughs) smack that unfollow or the mute button like i've i've become a big fan of the mute button I've always been a fan of the mute button, and it occurred to me
1: recently that I only get meme pages that show up on my Instagram feed anymore, and I think it's because I muted everyone real.
0: Okay. Well, maybe that's that's not great. <laughs> uh, um...
1: I don't know, man. I've been thinking a lot about social media lately. I'm really trying to curtail my compulsive use of it because I don't really post anymore. I, I've retired from posting. That was a conscious act. I sort of decided that I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay. But I still look at Instagram too much. Uh And it's getting more and more pointless every passing day. And I notice that it makes me feel worse. So I've been trying to put it down and not open it as much. How does an app make you feel anything at all? You don't know what I mean by that? No. Like, when when you just find yourself picking up your phone and... Opening Instagram without even thinking about it, and before you know it, you're scrolling. Like, do you ever do this? You're yeah. opening your phone with the intention to look something up. Like I did it tonight. I needed a recipe, and in the fraction of a second between thinking I need a recipe for fish tacos to unlocking my phone and opening it, I had already opened Instagram. That's I, a bad habit. I have that a makes question. Makes me feel bad. I have a question.
0: Yes, you need a recipe for fish tacos.
1: Yeah, I always use I always use recipes as something of an aid. Even though I know how to do it already, I like to know what the internet prescribes. And then I can riff on it a little bit. Okay. Because, you know, I don't know exactly what spices are involved in that. I could guess. But I like to have a map, and okay. then I adjust accordingly. Huh. I don't think this is an unusual thing. Will's looking at me like I'm crazy, but listeners, back me up here. No. <laughs> Having a recipe as a backboard is not
0: weird. Anything that's made up of other things, you kind of just get the components ready and assemble
1: yeah but like you know like i said for example the fish that i had on hand was just very plain white fish Uh that i had made a couple nights ago nothing on it but salt and pepper you know Uh, and i wanted to know like what are we talking about here i know we're probably talking about a little garlic powder we're probably talking about a little cumin probably a little chili powder Mm -hmm. maybe a little hot sauce or something like that some lemon or lime juice yes this was my suspicion and that mostly turned out to be correct and then i had to Look at the recipe, and then look at the spices that I did have, and make adjustments. That's all. Huh? You know, it's not that weird. I also like to find out whether people recommend like reheating the fish in the pan. Do you microwave it? What do you do? You don't microwave you know? fish. Well, you can. It's not the it end of the gross.
0: world. I know people don't recommend that. No, it's nasty. Um. Okay, continue your diatribe now that I've well, you derailed. You <laughs>
1: did your successful thing, which is you derailed me so much, I don't even remember what I was talking.
0: You about. You were talking about the feeling of. Yeah. Feeling well,
1: bad. it feels it feels bad to have your mind taken over to that degree where in a fraction of a second, you've already forgotten what you intended to do and you're doing something else. That's one part of it. And then the other part of it is, I, I don't know, like when I was in Ohio, I just spent so much time alone and on the Internet that I'm tired of it, that it oh. makes you a negative person. It makes you depressed. Hmm. It makes you envious. It just cultivates things in your mind that are bad. Whereas reading a book doesn't do that. Reading a book is a enriching experience. So yeah. I've been trying to replace my social me activity consciously. Excuse me. With other things. What was the word? Yes, I said social me.
0: Is that a little ice cream treat, or like what are we talking about? <laughs> um, what the kids call it. Uh, that you care, or even know what the children say. Maybe that it's a probably a good sign to step away from the the feed. You know. I uh Yeah, I don't I don't really I don't get any envy from the watching of it. I just kind of go Ah, the state of the world, what a mess. Well it's not always
1: envy. I mean sometimes I'm looking at a meme page and you're exactly right. I like get every reference and I'm like I shouldn't. I'm a grown man. Why do I know yeah. who Vouch is or whatever? You know, like I don't need to a what? You don't worry about Good, it. Good, great. I don't I don't need to know all this stuff it is not productive it has very little to do with the real world no it's totally just a hall of mirrors that i'm over invested in because i'm bored with everything which is oh, bad you yeah know, be uh. interesting get a hobby like start thinking your own thoughts mm-hmm. don't just exist in the meme universe where you're, you're laughing really hard at the mushroom bojack you know like something it that i be... <laughs>
0: still go what the fuck it, is this and i don't know why this is entertainment exactly for anyone it shouldn't be entertainment for me it's okay it doesn't need to be yeah i mm, yeah that's why I, i've ne- I never really got sucked sucked in i mean i will just i will also be that person who's like feeling like not doing anything so i'm gonna scroll for like an hour and i'm like there are other things i could be doing with my time
1: yeah i mean that unconscious
0: scrolling is bad too that's bad for you also you know it's also, like, I also kind of liken it to, um, you know, I I rarely turn on the TV, right? Right. But, like, that's my TV. Like, I have to, like, scroll a little bit. Like, this is a very integral part of my nap. I get through all the, all the stories, and then by, like, the 16th story, eyes have uh, started to flutter. That That phone's going to fall on my chest real soon. And I just have to keep it like keep it slowly lowering because if I drop it, then I'm like oh I'm awake, oh. <sighs> so it's kind of like the old people leaving a TV on in the bedroom to just oh I gotta have the noise to fall asleep, and I'm like I just need some visual noise mm-hmm. in order for my eyes to be like we don't need this we're we're just gonna not see it anymore I'm like okay yeah I mean I don't think it's necessarily
1: all bad like people have been finding ways of distracting themselves or having like white noise on in the background for all time at least since you know for
0: for all time yeah well at least since the advent of like electric fans <laughs> yeah i'm like mm, i think that was just fans circa 1930 something yeah yeah um so i get it i mean it's okay
1: I, I think it's more just a matter of being conscious about it and not being uh compulsive about it compulsive behavior is bad it's addictive behavior yeah you don't want much of that in your life well, I, and i have enough of
0: it Yeah, i was gonna say you, you, you can get enough of that um but i yeah i don't really hmm yeah i don't i mean it, i forget if we talked about this on hmm. on on mic
1: or not but did it, did i mention to you like lately i feel like podcasts haven't been working
0: yeah have not been hitting did we talk about this already you were talking about how like even in the car and then like for any kind of like like moving activity like or travel activity you're like oh i don't want to be on the train listening to a podcast and i was like but well, this is a great time to do it
1: uh, well i think what i might have said is that when i was driving a lot i didn't like listening to podcasts and driving i can't really explain that uh, except just by vibes i just feel like driving is music time and not podcast time Although, that's weird to me i, I don't know that's not 100 percent true either but it's not really about travel. Like what I mean by them not hitting anymore is just the content of everything doesn't resonate with me in a way that it used to. Like I used to get really excited when like a podcast that I like would do like a big like three-parter episode on like the JFK
0: assassination or something. You I know? Mean, it might be the subject that's boring
1: you. but And now I just get bored by it and I don't want to hear it. And I can't I can't really figure out what that's about. Like you don't like audiobooks, do you? Um I've only ever listened to one. Oh. And I thought it was fine, but my problem with audiobooks is that I am trained to think of media in my headphones as being really disposable. So it's kind of in one ear and out the other, even under the best of circumstances. Okay. And I don't like treating books that way. All right. I realize that some people can use audiobooks and retain them, but like my retention of the written word with my eyes is much better than with my ears. Yeah. So unless i listen to them multiple times because like the, the only thing that's audiobook adjacent that i've listened to a lot of is dan carlin's podcast because those are like six hour long per episode that's things so lo- they're essentially oh. audiobooks um and those i retain but it's only because i've heard them a lot oh i go back to them
0: go back to six hour long podcast
1: yeah sure because they're really they're really compelling stories and i mean they're not like they're not like the podcast that we do or like a joe rogan episode or something where they're just like off the cuff conversations they're like outlined and researched and very thorough and very entertaining they're like a cinematic presentation almost
0: huh yeah yeah I, i yeah i mean also like that's you know when you think of media diets we have very different ones
1: yeah, let's get into I, that. I
0: got treats. I I just got treats on deck. You know, all day long. I got snacks. You you want like kind of a full meal from your media experience, whether that be because you won't watch like you'll watch movies versus like a short television or like a a YouTube. I mean, I watch some YouTube, but
1: I I would concede that I don't really like TV. I would rather watch a movie than a TV yeah. show. Yeah,
0: and I. The world ends if I feel the need to put on a movie. That means something has gone awry in the day. Really, you feel like that's a symptom of what? That you're something in my brain broke, and I'm not sure what it what that means. But it's hmm. usually just like I either need it, movies can be either warm hug because yeah. I don't really watch a new movie unless it's in a theater. Right. Um. It's going to be a rewatch situation. Or something that you know you're going to be like, mm, I'm going to have a feeling. Yeah. So that means you know something, mm, the chemistry is wrong. Okay. Because I need some dumb, stupid shit in nice 8 to 13 minute bits. Interesting. For yeah. my entertainment.
1: I think you just have a shorter attention span
0: than I do. That's what it I, sounds like. Yeah. For 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 moving media, yes. Uh-huh. Like, don't, like, that's why, oh, there's a video on, on you know, a floor of a museum. I'm like, great. I I know not to go there. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, I know that's always been your attitude, but you realize that you're missing out on a lot by not that's, by not exposing yourself to long-form content in general. That's fully okay with me. It's that's so weird though. Like like uh, I don't I don't understand the comfort with neglecting things categorically or rejecting things categorically. I try not to do that. I know everybody has their lines on some level, but like I never understand when it when with matters of any kind of taste, whether it's food or uh long form, you know, moving images or paintings or whatever, when there's entire genres that people are like, I don't like it, never gonna like it, just totally comfortable not being interested in it.
0: That seems close minded to me. But maybe you can yeah. change my mind. I mean you know, I I love an empire. You know what I mean? Like, cause that was that was screening at MoMA the other day. And I, like, or I w- it was in the room near the the things, like the poppy things. And I was like, huh? And then I was like, do I want to go? Oh, you're talking about Andy Warhol's Empire, yeah, yeah okay. Empire, not the th- the television. I thought show? you were
1: talking about the TV
0: show with Jesse Smollett for a second. With no. Cookie? No, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that that is up my alley though, in terms of like this is absurd. Um, but no, like that's also the kind of thing where it is no matter what point you get it, get your glimpse of it. You've gotten the full picture
1: continue. But I think you could argue against that fairly well.
0: Maybe not. Um, it just depends like, you know, what am I, what am I in the mood for in a public space? I'm not going to sit down for 20 minutes. Um, the con the contrary to that is the clock where I will go, oh put me in front of this for hours because it's moving along at a clip all the time, so it's short things in a really long form, right? Perfect for me, love that, right? So like anything that can kind of do that kind of world where you can jump in, but if there has to be like a title card and some things and you're like not getting a full picture, I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm missing something. And if, for me, as a viewer of content of something, if I jump in at a time that I feel like something's missing, I'm like, ooh, gonna have to pass on that one.
1: I understand that when it comes to seeing art in a museum because you don't really have control. There's no, like, set screening times usually. So you don't have control over being able to see something beginning to end. You're always kind of jumping in the middle and missing it. Like,. I I would fully concede that just art museums and institutions don't present long form videos, especially, but almost any long form artwork very well at all. But that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking more about just attention span in general, because you're also saying at home that you're not mostly interested in long form stuff either. And right now we're recording a long form thing and you're on your phone.
0: I I needed to look up a name i i needed to do quick research <laughs> as fast as i it's possibly just so could it's so ironic in the context i know of i was like i'm like listening to you i'm like fuck i'm like the optics of this are terrible but i need to look up a name so fuck you um you know like it, 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 just to go back to the art thing like it, there was a Cyprian guard uh video like mm, let's say 3 years ago maybe um and just like had like a really like soulful like music loop and then it was just like these thrashing leaves like like it might have been like during a hurricane or something watched it for a good half hour okay that's long for me
1: that's a long time for anybody i think
0: it it was very strange but it's also the joy of being in a room alone with something like that that's projected like 20 feet right It, it kind of does its job yeah yeah in a way that like maybe empire in a weirdly lit side thing doesn't work um but, like, in the home, yeah, in the home, I'm like, I don't know. Like, because there's so much control available, why seed it to, like, it just reminds me of, like, cable. Like, jumping into, like, halfway through a movie, and you're like, oh, I wanted to see that, but, oh, it's, like, already halfway done. Yeah, like, but
1: at home, you have control over when the thing stops and When the cable, starts. So, yeah,
0: I suppose.
1: It's, it's not really about when the thing stops and starts. I feel like that's a tangential to what a i'm trying to talk about here it's more just like the richness of different experiences like Mm. it doesn't make sense to me to never engage in like i said like in things categorically or to reject them out of hand
0: it's just my one thing yeah but can you can you can you explain
1: to me better like where that might come from because on one hand you can
0: read a book yeah so i know you have patience yeah. I don't, it's something about moving images, man. I don't know why. There's something about it that, like, the anticipation of the time sync, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I don't know about two hours.
1: Did you, let me ask you this, did you always feel this way? I, I got to Kinda. imagine that this is a recent development that coincides with smartphones. It has to. Because what did you do prior to being able to scroll? Your brain wouldn't have been attuned to segments of content in quick
0: succession. True. It, you had to have had more patience for things. Everybody did. Yeah, I'm, Yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm starting... Okay, this is making me wonder, like, if, like... Because I didn't want... I also, in, in the past, did not watch any of the YouTubes and thought it was a terrible thing to scroll through because it was snacks of a different kind. Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, the, the world of a YouTube, like, six years ago, like, where the, the YouTube children got their millions of dollars.
1: Was a different landscape. Was I,
0: a kind of annoying,
1: very terrible landscape. I think it just depends on what corner of YouTube that you occupy. Because a lot of the YouTube that I watch is long-form stuff. Like, Red oh. Letter Media stuff is anywhere from a half hour to two hours long. Ugh. It's TV show to movie length.
0: That's and very that's long.
1: one of my favorite channels, you know yeah Um, vagrant holiday is another channel that i like his videos are like three hours long
0: that is so long
1: so uh, you know because they're more like they're more like film they're they're less interested in being content and more interested in being artful i think that's like an important distinction to make too we didn't used to think of things in terms of content
0: Content. yeah that's like the new c word yes and it can go both ways because like I'll, i'll see like you ever hear the thing like even if it's like someone like doing like shitty little drawings they're like all right content creators get at it and you're like excuse me we used to call those drawers or illustrator like what do you what do you what like the consumability now is at a pitch where you know online consumables should be around 13 minutes for broad
1: appeal uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, ironically, I don't know if I watched it with you. Did we watch the Eric Conover video where he discusses his YouTube monetization? No. So I think we talked about this on an after show to, to let the listeners in on what we're talking about. Eric Conover is a, uh, bro douchebag that sells luxury
0: real estate and he has a YouTube channel that I've become sort of addicted to. Um, I'm unconvinced he actually does any of the selling. He just knows people who do it. But he's someone with a camera.
1: Oh, he's fully just a YouTuber. I, I, I would agree with you. I think he's not as much of a real estate agent as he lets on. I think he's a grifter and kind of a fraud. But his, <laughs> but his YouTube channel is compelling. <laughs> um, well, all right. But so anyway, in addition to these luxury real estate tours, he also does videos about his own life. And one of the most interesting videos I ever saw him do was he discussed in detail what it takes to monetize a YouTube video and how much he makes from it, and guess what? You just blew my mind when you were like, "Things should be about 13 minutes long." Guess why? Everything on YouTube is between 13 and 18 minutes long because you maximize the number of ads and keep the most amount of eyes on a video of that length. Like. Oh, that's right. You can plug two ads in there. You can put two ads in a 13-minute video, and people still won't click because it's still under 22.
0: Exactly. It's old. It's like old school TV. Yeah. It's just a like m- a half-hour serial yeah, situation. That's yeah. right.
1: Twenty-two. Mi- it's a, th- a thirty-minute show was twenty-one or twenty-two minutes 22. with commercials. Yeah, and now it's thirteen minutes with two commercials. Oh
0: shit! Well, no, when they do the timer, that doesn't include ad time, right?
1: Um, I don't. Or does it include ad time? I don't think it does include ad time because the ads are of varying lengths. True. Right. You can skip off some of them after five seconds. Some of them you have to watch the whole way through, and it's up to the concre- t- content creator like what kind they put in to a certain degree. Oh um huh so he went through this formula talking about how he figured out how to maximize his number of views and the length of his videos and he lands around that number so that's why i would imagine you have the impression that things should be that length we're all attuned to that i don't mean to accuse you of anything but that's 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 about the attention span people have and that's the long form stuff tiktok and all of that is a whole that's some garbage that i can't even
0: handle um you know yeah oh boy um yeah i've i that i've aged out of i'm like absolutely not that sounds Mm -hmm. insidious um i mean another thing that comes to mind is like we just saw
1: black widow over the weekend and that movie sucked and and it's really hard to sit through a bad movie i used to enjoy even a bad movie especially in the theater and now i'm like it's actually getting more difficult. Like I feel myself starting to chafe against low quality, long content.
0: I don't, I don't think it was low quality. I just like, you just kind of do the thing of like, I think it's also the, just the general discomfort of, of that experience. Cause it's just like, like what is going on around me? Like four course meals slanging around the mask half on ha- half off. I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel like a treat. And this movie sucks. <laughs> like I think it's like... mostly that the movie sucks, though, because we've been in, you know, like,
1: we went and saw John Wick 3 in the exact same theater. We're talking about Alamo Drafthouse. Mm-hmm. And there was a loud table next to us that I had to complain about at one point. Yeah. That was maybe the worst experience I ever had at Alamo. Like, those people were almost legitimately ruining it for me. Oh, no. But I, the I... movie was fun enough and stupid enough, and I had one or two drinks, that I got through it, and it was fine.
0: I didn't feel like I was missing anything by the people talking. I was just right. annoyed that it was happening. Yes. This was more like, just like, do I care if I miss any of this? And the answer was no. And that's the fault of the movie, not the fault of the venue. No. That was yeah, my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when you compound the, like, environmental stressors, like, my level of giving a shit was very low. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, well, which... I mean, my
1: where I was kind of going to go with that was just that. It would make more sense. I think that they're already doing this in terms of transitioning to TV shows. But, like, Marvel things should be 13 minutes long. That's about how much actual things happen in the movie. There's probably about 13 minutes worth of actual stuff. And the rest of it is expository
0: dialogue and explosions. Or or pew-pew. Yeah. Or airplanes for no reason. Right. Like... Yeah, I was having very much a, like, Prometheus moment watching that movie where I'm like, does any of this make sense? And I was like, no. No, but the magic of those movies is that it shouldn't have to
1: for you to enjoy it. Like, think about how little Guardians of the Galaxy makes sense.
0: Or uh, the the big
1: Avengers movies, or John Wick, or Fast and the Furious, or anything. They're not supposed to. But they're well paced. Right. They're not supposed to be burdened by making sense. Who gives a shit? That's not what they're for.
0: But, you know. John Wick cuts off his pinky finger. Right, <laughs> we, ne- we. I still don't understand why. There's a loose. There's a loose framework, but I go. Did he really, really need to lose his pinky? He had a pinky ring. What are we doing here? Right, but like, and there's a difference between a movie being like
1: plotting and contentless, and a movie being slow.
0: Yeah, like I, I like so like they like French New Wave. I actually do like because it it just seems like still photography that moves a little bit sometimes yeah and it's just gorgeous and you're like ooh, because like i saw like criterion is releasing La Piscine. okay i've never seen that oh, okay it's like just like full of like on around a pool in the french countryside what 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 more what more can we ask for here on this day i want to i want to see a beautiful countryside Bright blue pool and, like, wistful French people, like, eye-fucking and eye-murdering each other. You know, like, just, like, and, like, smoking. Perfect. Yeah. I'll watch that for two hours. Absolutely.
1: That's so interesting because that is so counter to the, like, content attention span. But it's paced
0: perfectly. Mm. So even when you're bored, that's to mimic the character's boredom. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you get that little flavor of like, yes, we are. Oh, everything's so beautiful, but our lives are terrible. Why don't we just think about it for a while and stare into the distance? And you're like, wait, I'm staring into the distance too. Am I by a French pool? And you look around and you go, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Huh. But well, it's the it, same it does the magic part. Yes. It's Which,
1: the, the same thing that a good book
0: does. Like Welbeck books are a lot of this yeah that other one's still not picking up after even another day at the beach i was like nope still not picking up
1: uh serotonin yeah not picking up yeah well uh, you know i i I think maybe it's just
0: not for everybody but who gives a shit about french farmers
1: this is what's so fascinating to me about you in particular (laughs) is like you'll sit here and talk about french new wave cinema that is basically the same thing with almost the same intention Mm -hmm. just ennui and boredom and then you read a book about it and you're very dismissive of it
0: yeah he's not by pool you're by the pool i'm by the the (laughs) world's pool um but uh you know he's like you know tracking a german who like is doing some like underage porn nonsense and i'm like okay maybe this is not a beach read like you know that also might be the thing
1: yeah that's possible i've never really understood fully the concept of a beach read like i just read whatever book i am reading i i don't need the book to be easier or something
0: I don't think it should be easier, but you just should be like, "Ooh, that's bleak." Like, I don't know. I don't want to be, "Ooh, that's bleak," when I'm like, "Uh, it's beautiful here." And I just had a bleak moment. I'm trying to get get chill. Okay. Can't, I c- I can't have any chill reading that. All right. Well, don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Yeah. Can you get real chill watching watching the Frenchies. You know, splish splash. Hearing them do it in real life at the beach, I go, oh, no, 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 no. You people, you're ruining it. <laughs> I, I recently heard, a like, you can call, like, a, a gaggle of French people Pierre's as a slur. And I was like, I love that. I've got a bunch of Pierre's over there. I'm yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> that's so bitchy. I love it. So you can be racist to French people, right?
1: uh yeah unless they're uh algerian well then you can't be racist against them
0: i'm just thinking of like white dudes wearing like breton stripes with pencil mustaches
1: yeah <laughs> that's the mental that's the cartoon image you have in your brain of every all time french you hear people. someone speaking french
0: yeah they have a red beret on have a <laughs> a baguette in their tote bag Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah and i'm just like oh how are you people um yeah that's my attention span abilities um I don't. Yeah. Is that normal? Having I don't think that's normal. Like having the the the. There's no middle ground. Like this is what, like I think your frustration with mm-hmm. my like thing is like, I I won't do the middle ground of like an average movie, because to me that's wasted time in some way. Yeah. Will I watch Legally Blonde front to back though? If presented, yes, yes I will. Right. But that's just a long form cotton candy cake.
1: Yeah. 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 I
0: understand right but like am i gonna watch tenet i'm gonna go with a hard no on that one man yeah so i don't
1: want to get sidetracked too much about tenet but i did watch tenet did you regret it and i truly like christopher nolan movies I, i always joked that like if you watched Inception, because so many people saw Inception and they were like, I had to see it twice to like fully understand what was going on. I was like, if you had to see Inception twice, you're kind because you didn't dumb understand dumb. what was going on. You are a stone cold idiot. <laughs> Don't they tell you what's going on at every turn? Well, it's there's ju- it's just a dream with several layers to it. Oh, like what's there to not understand? You're, I never You're saw either it. you're either three or four layers deep, or you're one or two layers deep in the dream, and they it's it's fine. Like it's not difficult. It's very well telegraphed. Only dingalings don't understand. It's the
0: Matrix sense. with suits. Well, the Matrix had suits nah, too. It's
1: not even. It's not even that. But <laughs> uh, Tenant was nonsense. Like a- actual, n- I couldn't tell what was happening at any time. The only scene I remember in it takes place in a um, tax-free warehouse at an airport, and they're stealing some art. So I remember. Oh, a freeport. I remembered it for that reason.
0: You can't steal from a freeport. Someone um, will shoot you.
1: Well, it's kind of a it was kind of a fun like setup for an action scene because the whole premise was that this has like the best security in the world and that it's all like climate controlled, so they can like start fires in this weird way because um, different rooms like lock with different air pressure or something. So I don't know. Did it, they
0: consult Wovo or something? I, Jesus I,
1: Christ! Apparently, I don't know. So it was a cool setup for an action scene. But as far as what was actually happening in the movie, the traveling back and forth in time, I didn't understand it at all. It was a complete waste of time.
0: Yeah. See, I, I, I that's the part, like I can't accept that kind of like time suck. Like I'll mm. submit to the scroll for an hour 15, but I won't submit to the, Huh. have well, I wasted my hour 15 but still got 45 minutes left to go so I guess I have to sit here through that but because do I feel guilty turning it off yes I do you know like you get all of that wrapped together I would offer that
1: when you're at home you always have the option of turning it off or you can just scroll while the movie's on in the background that's what I ultimately <sighs> ended up doing with Tenet was like I don't need to pay attention to this because but I would just turn off no the point. thing
0: yeah well, too just... many noises going around
1: mm-hmm I don't know. You're not paying. That's the thing. That's what makes it feel like an extra waste of time because you're not paying attention to anything in particular at that point.
0: I think that's the greater like cultural indictment. Yeah. The double wanting, screening, the wanting to pay attention to nothing and everything tan tangentially. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, but again, that's just like so much static then. Yes. You're filling your brain with static. Like yes. I don't, Ooh, that's not, ooh, mm, that's why like I can do one static on the little screen or on the slightly bigger screen, or the biggest screen, but not all three at the same time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do other activities while the TV is on. Right. And that's kind of always been the case. Like, there are people who are like, oh, yeah, I like to eat with the TV on. I'm like, how gross. What are you, uncultured swine? Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Right, yeah,
1: that's true. I don't really like to do that either. Uh, although i i do succumb to the scroll and watch like i don't mind having two screens going at the same time I, but i understand mm. what you're saying that all you're doing is generating a ton of static at that point it's you so can't possibly static. retain anything it's like trying to listen to a podcast and read something oh at the impossible same time.
0: you cannot do that I, that's too many words i
1: catch myself doing that on the train all the time cuz our train is above town above town
0: <laughs> above ground <laughs> it our train rolls above the town. Yeah. Into, Our in, above the town. Yeah. Into the big city, mm-hmm. the Big Apple. Take a bite.
1: So I'll be listening to a podcast and like reading the news, and I'm like, That's "This is not so bad." Yeah, but it's pretty bad. You're not. You're not listening to one thing, or you're not reading what's going I, in your I, eyeballs. I, I you call
0: know? that kind of reading looking at the news. Okay. Because you're watching the words go by, but, like, comprehension, you're just like, okay, got it, moving.
1: I like this distinction, yeah, like looking at
0: the I looked news. at the news today. Yeah. Did you see the news today? This yeah. is where that comes from. You're not really paid, paying attention. You're just going, huh, keeping on going. Yeah. Which, did you see Jeff Bezos go into space in a dick... Spaceship. is he
1: leaving today or tomorrow it's today
0: he did it today i guess
1: i think he's doing it tomorrow whatever i'm pretty sure it's tomorrow I, but you know what it's already is there b-
0: gonna be a challenger situation everybody's
1: hoping for that but it of course won't happen because it's what should we live in the hell world so um but it's already been deflated because richard branson already went and i watched his little flight and he went first around. yeah how, where how does he still have money that's a really good question. I don't know. Richard Brant- Branson is only the 589th richest person on the world. He has that that island though. Mhm. That island's pretty sick. Well, everybody wants an island. Who knows what he's doing out there? Could be an Epstein thing. Makes me very suspicious. He
0: was he he opened it up to MTV Cribs back in the day. Oh. Well,
1: that's good. So it was
0: vetted by a true Some institution. <laughs> true journalistic excellence <laughs> right there. Um but I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't from, like, the tour, you know, I didn't see any dungeons. But, you know, this is the other part of watching these, like, real estate tours that are for, like, multi-million do- dollar, like, listings. I'm like, so where's the boom boom room? I know there's one here. There has to be.
1: That's a really good point, And they don't show you. No.
0: Yeah, they just—is it down those dark hallways where they're like, "Yeah, there's some extra quarters down here for like your 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 guests." Yeah, when they that say they don't open, and I'm like, "Yes." So that's where the sex swing is. Okay, got it. When they say we are not going to show
1: you every guest bedroom, we're just going to give you a taste of them. They're just showing you the polite
0: ones and Swela's quarters, and yeah, yeah, but like the whips and chains stay behind a locked door.
1: Yeah, or maybe you have to install that later. I don't know. Who knows what kind of modifications these people make
0: to their homes? Those are always the guests the guest houses that they don't open Mm -hmm. you can come to my guest house you're like ooh, to die like what are we doing no i would like witnesses and hallways to run through
1: yeah it's plausible deniability because it's off the main property yeah yeah
0: like that's
1: why jeffrey epstein had that weird temple
0: no separate from
1: the main house on the island
0: we still don't know what the temple is
1: no nobody knows
0: okay well well one person does the Frenchie. The Lady Pierre. <laughs> the Lady Pierre? What are you talking about? Ghislaine? Yeah. She's not French. <laughs> that name is French.
1: Uh, no, I. she
0: might be British, but I think she's American, unfortunately. Born to douchebag parents who name their kid that? Like, how dare you?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past her to have named herself
0: that. You know what I mean? Oh, Donna Madonna. Yeah. The ego. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> But I do, I mean, I do kind of want to circle back to the terribleness of the, um, the, the billion dollar listing moments. Uh Uh-huh. I just, can we talk on here about the Bentley couch?
1: Oh, absolutely. I love the Bentley
0: couch. (sighs) When I tell you, I've never met a piece of furniture that I despised more than when I saw that curved, tufted, vaquetta leather kick into a lazy boy <laughs> I was filled with an a rage I didn't know possible because it wasn't like a heated rage it was just a conceptual rage that something that existed should not exist in a way that is deeply <laughs> unsettling <laughs> to what I hold dear aesthetically materially And spatially.
1: Yes. What Will is referring to (laughs) is... We'll put
0: a picture on the Instagram. Yeah, he'll
1: find a picture and put it on the Instagram, but it is a custom-made couch by Bentley. Bentley, the car company.
0: Famous makers of furniture. Famous (laughs) furniture makers.
1: That it resides in the library of the penthouse at 432 Park Avenue. And the if you dumb don't know square the address, building yes it's the dumb square building at the top of central park that casts a shadow over everybody's fun it it is a 169 million dollar penthouse and we watched a tour of it
0: last night it's the
1: pencil dick of midtown manhattan and will's rage comes from the fact that this simple looking couch transforms into a lazy boy why the fuck does it exist because it's luxurious man that's not luxury yes it is explain to me how kicking back in your 169 million dollar apartment in a lazy boy isn't luxury
0: i would rather have the (laughs) i but it would make sense to actually just have a lazy boy because at that point the amount of wealth flaunting is so tasteless that you clearly have no taste so just get the lazy boy yeah, you know lazy you boy's want the not lazy made boy of
1: fancy leather it's not made by bentley you can't brag about it's it got leatherette <laughs> yeah listen i've sat in up plenty of lazy boys in my day and they are very comfy like it, i like
0: them. it's like a big hug into like job of the hut mm-hmm. that's what they are like that bentley did not have all the like sensuousness of an actual recliner no no like even like the um the eames recliner yeah is more sensuous than that. It's a little more padded. You feel little, you sink into it, like right, your butt goes right. back and down. This thing, you're even almost maybe at a pitch because of the tufted. You're kind of like your ass is like, and your legs are going at a degree down to the floor. What's what's reclining about that? <laughs> there's no there's no slouch.
1: It did seem genuinely uncomfortable. Like yes, the, sh- the shape the shape of it defies the body.
0: Uh, the shape that it contorted the realtor's body yeah made no sense because it was a low back yes a low back recliner then makes you kind of sit up like you're in school right and i go no thank you like at like the like material ontology of that thing is so fucked (laughs) that it upset me (laughs)
1: And I'm still haunted by it. I I mean, I think your point that the level of wealth flaunting is so tasteless already that you might as well just get the real thing. I think that is what's so upsetting about it. Just get the tasteless Midwestern thing that you want. The all-American classic, you know?
0: Get the thing that flips down with the cup holders in one of the backs. Right. But just get it in, like, ostrich. Yeah. Like a true tasteless motherfucker.
1: I half expected the realtor to like push a button on the coffee table and open a cooler.
0: It's not that bad. (laughs) It might. You never know. But like, I just like, there's, I I don't know. This is maybe like, you know, this is our part-time furniture podcast, right? So like, I, there are objects in the world that exist. And I was thinking about this the other day in terms of like, you know, being uh, deeply unsatisfied with the moment trip. Yeah. Like, and I was the kind of thinking, like, maybe, like, at this point, like, the reason why the these objects aren't hitting in a way that, like, design objects can. Like, I think we're in an era where, like, the, the matter at hand is maybe more impactful to thinking than, like, pictures. Hmm. So you mean, like, uh, utilitarian objects or sculpture or what? like you t- like every day, the everyday design of ever you know the design of everything around okay becomes more effective to the way people think and the way it models behavior than art of our time ever can unfortunately
1: don't you think that's been true to some degree for all time
0: no i think cuz like what what like granted like think of like the history of scandalous paintings and like the most scandalous thing of late was what like the dana picture and that was just like a red herring for nothing
1: you're talking about the emmett till painting that caused such a controversy right and that was not really controversial in a wide public sense it didn't break dana schutz and you're right it was kind of a nothing burger at the end yeah it's not like a false controversy it's
0: not olympia at the salon no where the world is pissed well what i think explains that is just that there used to be less
1: pictures pictures were more valuable because there wasn't photography and then there was photography but it was expensive to do that and generating pictures technologically whether that was painting them by hand or any other means was difficult people didn't have them around there weren't a lot of reflections of the world and now there's too many of them because all you're doing like we talked about this whole episode is scrolling all the time and seeing images yeah um you know brad Tremell has that thing he made where uh they took our jobs and it's memes took the job of art. Oh yeah. And I think he's basically right on point with that. So I wonder if the design objects just become more interesting only because there's a, a deluge of images,
0: but there's also still takes
1: more time to design and manufacture furniture or whatever.
0: But there's also so much more stuff. Yes. Like the amount of like, plastic crap like to go back to like the the smog moment is just like when you think about like what's available wholesale for the world to buy and resell like if you think about like amazon dropship reselling and that kind of world like the amount of like idiot objects that exist like there's a um what are they called in malls like the little huts little booths, kiosk thank you there's a kiosk that sells squishy balls just like the same ones we had in the 90s, but they stick to things if you throw them hard enough as a ball. (laughs) Okay. And I'm like, and this one little teeny tiny kiosk has like a thousand of these things on it. I'm like, what the fuck was this for? Like, I get, I get this is like children enjoyment hour, but like, this is what you like, you know, used to have like in a gumball like style, like machine at the end of a grocery store, right? which those don't exist anymore. I haven't seen one of those in, a good decade. I'm also not looking for them, but I haven't seen one. Like that idea of like the little treat or like a sticker in a little clamshell. They I still seen. have them
1: at laundromats and grocery stores, but...
0: But with candy. Uh, a lot of times it's candy. They
1: have little treats and stuff in there sometimes too. No. Yeah.
0: You get a sticker, you get a garbage pail kid.
1: Very occasionally. I, and I don't know who gets them. It doesn't seem like kids are that interested in them anymore.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I kind of like the amount of like non-object objects the proliferation of that is the thing that i'm like anytime i'm like thrown into them like the idea of like a bentley couch is a non-object object in the same way that the like stupid spongy ball provides a moment of joy a very brief moment of joy before it gets hairy and forgotten about right right it's it's
1: artificial innovation or fake a better way to say it is just fake innovation it's taking something that already exists, a lazy boy, and just putting fancier materials on top of it and calling it a new thing. It's but, novelty. But that's it's the, not.
0: That's true novelty. Yeah. And I think that's maybe like where, like, that's like a, you know, uh, like, worldly alarm of why is there so much novelty in the world? This seems like a big fucking waste. But it's also like, is this the best we can come up with? as novel in our time as a Bentley recliner.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that is the best that people can do, yeah.
0: Like, even novelty things, even back in the day, used to have some kind of, like, stupid design that could be picked up again. Well,
1: well think about how big the difference was in the 18th century between a throne that Louis XIV sat on and the chair a peasant sat on three miles away from Versailles. Think about the difference conceptually between those two objects. Conceptually and materially, that golf was massive. Yeah. Now the difference between your couch from Wayfair and the Bentley couch in a $169 million penthouse is very small. Yeah. There really is no issue of design, actually, that's different. It's just issues of material.
0: Yeah. Uh, and manufacturing. Yeah, some granny in Italy had to stitch that fucking couch together. Yeah. Small child had to, you know kind of get the seams right yeah exactly um and then get sewn into the couch and then shipped to its next destination taken out um and then gone from there according to people
1: i think novelty is just what you get when a civilization is on the decline when it becomes kind of decadent and nobody's really innovating
0: anymore this is uh, yeah i'm kind of getting to this idea of like when when you think about the the cycles of like not like what we start to understand is novel like 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 are the kids gonna have like poly pocket again like it's that kind of thing where like the best idea is just the thing that just generates more crap to be like diddled with momentarily
1: yeah all the incentives a line such that you have to do the thing that creates the most stimulates the most growth in your market. Cause like whether most, that's toys or furniture or whatever.
0: Cause like most cartoons of that era also like it was just about the merchandising of it. It wasn't about the things even star Wars was that. So like the late seventies, early eighties is about like, well how can we make more money after the fact? Yeah. Yeah. And now we're back to that with like a four $400 Galactus toy. Right. For what reason? Well, I no, know. I mean,
1: I think what happened. I think what happened I- in the late seventies was that people kind of stumbled into that accidentally. Like George Lucas is the perfect example. He just signed on for the toy contract so that he could get a bigger budget for his movie and take less on the front end. Yeah. You know, so we signed in for this back end stuff that didn't used to be that profitable. And then whoopsie, we discovered that that's actually, that's where a shitload of, of money. money is. <laughs> so every subsequent movie and industry started tooling themselves around the same dynamic. And that's where the $400 Galactus toy comes from and all these collectible Funko pop, you know, novelty bullshit. Yeah. Um, once people realize that's where the money is, everything revolves around that.
0: Yeah, but that's in the toy sphere. What What is more alarming now is that anything that is maybe luxury or towards a fine art object is just in that same novelty realm. It's yeah. A, it's a rehashing of something else that we've already been done did. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which is the loop of, like, modernism, but, like, I don't know. I There used to be, like, a kind of, like a signifier of taste for parsing out the novel versus the innovative where mm-hmm. now it's just about like, did you heat seek and find the most novel thing at the higher grade? Right.
1: I'm not sure how to explain that other than through like aristocratic, aristocratic decay. That's the thing that comes to mind when you start to have the sons and daughters of aristocrats take over that role of taste You get a slight degradation of it when you start to get their their sons and daughters, and now it's great-grandkids. When you have generational wealth for people that never had to innovate to earn wealth, uh, they've just been handed it, their taste doesn't evolve along the same lines. It just heat seeks towards novelty. And on top of that, you have accelerating technology, which does this to everybody. Uniformly.
0: Maybe this is, like, Tom's point of, like, maybe this is the cycling around of, like, is is cause now the greatest artist of a generation as encapsulating it? I would say still no, but it's a great case study of what happens at the end of, at the terminal logic of this process. I would say that that that
1: example of cause being, like, a generationally defining artist, I I think that's a pretty solid case. I think people just chafe against it because they wish that wasn't true.
0: Yeah, it's it's a shitty mirror, but like it's it's so much worse than a Jeff Coons. Mater- That's right. Materially, it is worse. like
1: Jeff Coons is a bunch of, like m- more considerate artist than Cause. Yes, like, considerate novelty schlock peddler, if you want to put it that way.
0: Yeah, but like you're peddling better wares. Totally. like it's the difference between peddling a quality good versus the like knockoff of the quality good. Mm-hmm. Like like that Louis wallet on the street. I was like, do I need that Supreme Louis wallet that I know is fake? Like, that's a kind of button on the idea that that's the greatest innovation in that kind of design in, like, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. The knockoff. Not even the, like, actual thing. Because the actual thing is, like, what? Why? Like, which is its own, like, thought problem. But when you get to the point where someone will even go to fabricate the knockoff of the bad idea, you're like, where are we? (laughs) What is going on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I just, it, it's been bothering me. I'm like the things around are starting to make no sense. And I thought that was like the realm of art is to make less, to try to make sense of the world by making sometimes nonsense, like a Ryan Tricartan moment. And now it's just, the things are just scattershot and freaking me out. The things of the world make no sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say to that either, man. <sighs>
0: it bothers me so much. You know how hard it is to find a like glass cylinder to put some fucking <laughs>
1: leaves in? Well, this is like Jasper Johns looking for the flashlight for his sculpture. It was, took a long time to find a flashlight flashlight. The concept is a lot harder to find than the product.
0: Icon objects don't exist anymore. Uh, No. And that's upsetting to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, but maybe they never did. If that was a problem for him in the 50s...
0: We got the same goddamn problem now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well right is that the episode sure a diatribe yeah diatribe no answers yeah all right all right (laughs) uh patreon money can we have it thanks twitter twitter people i could use (laughs) the uh, twitter
1: you never post on
0: i respond to it if someone sends sends me things occasionally when i remember (laughs) i forget it's on my phone
1: okay i'm turning it off okay
0: bye-bye